want to give a shout out to Michigan, California, Oregon, Texas, and Florida. That's where my biggest audience is in America. I want to thank you guys for checking me out. So I salute you. And just shout out to everybody else in the nation that be checking out the Said G Podcast Show. One love. It's the Said G Podcast Show. I'm excited to be here with my family, which is you, which is the audience. audience. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Welcome, One Love Nation, to the Said G Podcast Show. Y'all already know how I do this. Whenever I go live on the podcast, I gotta salute the audience. I wanna salute y'all. This show is growing so faster and faster. There's more listeners listening every week. And we're gonna keep this thing going as I kick off another hot, interesting topic. This one is called Africa. Did they sell us out? I mean, if you look at the historical facts of what what they call African-Americans, and you look at the background of the African-Americans, we really don't have any African nations that connect with us. So tonight, live from Memphis, Tennessee, I'm gonna explore some of these things, uh, some of the stuff when it comes to Africa. It's the Sad Podcast Show. I want you to tell a friend about this episode. Welcome, One Love Nation, back to the Said G Podcast Show. Africa, did they sell us out? We look at the African Americans right here in America, they automatically associate us with Africa. It was told to us that we are the descendants of slaves from Africa. But there's so many people that has conspiracy theories about that notion that all blacks in America actually come from Africa. And some seem to think that blacks were indigenous to America, which means they were here before Christopher Columbus. It's already a known fact that Native Americans were here before Christopher Columbus. So we always pretty much believe that we're descendants of slaves from Africa. And like I said in the intro, when you look at the relationship between African-Americans, what they call African-Americans and Africans, it really isn't a relationship. I have quite a few Africans that I'm actually cool with, but our communities don't mix with each other. 
not like it should be and not to the fullest extent. It's, it's very minimal. Uh, I'll go into all that later on, you know, so. But so much that have gone on on the continent of Africa, which people think that the beginning of humankind started in Africa. So many people think that whatever form of life we have walking around on earth started in Africa. Even when you look at the biblical sense of people of color and when God made man and he made it out of dust or some may say mud, that's considered a person of color. So it's right there in the Bible. But people think and consider Africa as the motherland. And you just have to ask the question, why don't no country connect with what's called the African Americans? Why they never rose up and spoke up or spoke out against? I mean, they do it right now today. I'm sure they've been doing it for a little while now, but not really on a on a world stage saying, hey, these are our people. We stop the treatment of these people like that. You know, you just don't have that. And most of the slaves that came to America was uh, um, came from Western Africa. So you had to ask that question, why don't no nation in Africa speak up for the treatment of African-Americans or had their back or, or whatever? You know, we didn't mostly come from Western Africa. But like I said, I'm cool with a few Africans, but I don't mix in their culture and their culture don't mix in our culture, even though it's Africans that's influenced by the African-American culture. Fact. That's a fact. But I'm going to slavery. We're going to talk about slavery. We're going to talk about the origins of slavery and how it, it affects us today because it, it Everybody points to what was going on with African-Americans. It points to slavery, which we want to solve the problems when it comes to black people. We have to go to the origin, which was slavery. You know, the things they did to us through slavery and even after slavery, you know, it, it affects us today. We, we literally still have that mentality, mentality, excuse me, that we all learned during slavery. But looking back though, it's really a bunch of different types of slavery. You have what you call debt, debt slavery, military slavery, prostitution, and criminal slavery. But the slavery that we're mostly familiar with that we speak of as African-Americans are uh, what's called chattel slavery. Chattel slavery. Then you get other kinds, it's called servitude and indenture. But chattel slavery is what we're mostly familiar with. And when we speak of slavery, that's what we're talking about. And chattel slavery is when you actually is on, you have an owner, you have a master. That person or that owner can treat you as your, 
as his or her property, which means they can treat you any kind of way they want to because you're their property. So if they want to kill you or whatever, they can get away with that because you're their property. That's what you call chattel slavery. And that's what it, um, the slavery in America became, it became chattel slavery. And I want to know everybody, I want everybody to know slavery is all about, mostly about economics. It's really all about economics, you know. The people were brought to this country to be a labor force. That's a fact. You are viewed, if you're a black American, you are viewed as labor, labor force. Labor force builds economics. So when people say we built up this country, we built it up to an economic base, an economic, economic powerhouse. We put from the labor, we put this country on a national scale when they wasn't even on a national scale. It wasn't on a national scale. That's a fact. This is a CG podcast show. I'm going to come back more. I got so much I want to tell y'all. This thing is getting deep. When you actually do the research to this stuff, it gets kind of deep, you know. That's why I always encourage people to go back and look some of this stuff up yourself, you know. You know don't take my word for it. You go look it up. It's a CG podcast show. I'll be right back. Said G Podcast Show. And this episode is sponsored by Mr. Chuck Young. Donate to my radio building fund. I am looking to build a nonprofit, public, low power FM radio station. My rewards program is coming together as sponsors like Mr. Priest has donated merchandise to help with this project. If you are interested in sponsoring or executive producing an episode, please leave me an email. For all contributions, please go to my GoFundMe page, link located in the description of this program. I wanna thank you, Conrad's One Love. definitely want to invite everyone to make a contribution to my radio building fund. I am raising funds to build a low power FM radio station which will be non-profit. It will be a public radio station. I'm currently getting ready to write a grant um, to get funding but we need all the help we can with that project. Africa, did they sell us out? It's an interesting topic. As I discussed in that last segment, the different elements of slavery. And I wanna let everyone know, when you talk about the term race or the word race, the word race really doesn't have a meaning when it comes to describing human beings. Race is really, um, you're really in a contest. It's like you're trying to win something. You're going, it's competition, you're going against other competitors that's basically what race means it really doesn't describe uh human beings but people sort of call it that and you know when you talk about blacks in america that's really an, an ethnic group it's not really a race it's an ethnic group you're just a part of the black 
people that's on this earth. And it's same with white people. You know, you got different types of white people. You got the, um, somebody maybe Russian. Those are different types of whites that's in America. You know, even though both are white. So race, really, it, it really doesn't have a meaning to it. So, um, but the question always remains, did they sell us out? I'll look more into that later on. And right now, I want to talk about um, the colonial times. And like I said, when I was talking about race, you got it's all about all all of these countries racing to what, what was known as the New World, even though Christopher Columbus is credited as describing uh, discovering America. Excuse me. They even have a holiday for Christopher Columbus, even though it was already people here like the Native Americans, like black people, you know. But during the colonial times, these these are some of the countries that were racing to take to take this land. You had the Brits, French, Spanish, Portugal, Poch, and Netherlands. These were all company countries that raced over here and Ultimately, the 13 colonies had to battle the Brits to actually control America. And that's what we have today. That's what it eventually became the United States of America. It started with those 13 colonies. You know, that's an interesting fact. Like I said, you all can go back and look up some of this stuff. And I want to take, I want to read some stuff to y'all, which I found interesting too. And this is just the um, definition of domestic servitude. It's just describing describing different elements of slavery. Domestic servitude is the seemingly normal practice of live-in help that is used as cover for the exploitation and control of someone, usually from another country. It is a form of forced labor, but it also warrants its own category of slavery. That's interesting. I found something about the Virginia laws, and check this out. With no slaves in place, they were initially treated as indentured servants and given the same opportunities for freedom dues as whites. However, slave laws were soon passed in Massachusetts in 1641 and Virginia in 1661, and any small freedoms that might have existed for blacks were taken away. That was Virginia laws. It's very interesting. Like I said, you all can go back and check out this, some of this information yourself. And this is something else I wanted to read to you guys. Servants typically work four to seven years in exchange for passage, room, board, lodging, and freedom dues. While the life of an indentured servant was harsh and restrictive, it wasn't slavery. There were laws that protected some of their rights. So that's what slavery initially was when it came to this country. Um, the Portuguese is one of those people point to who kicked off slavery. Uh, they were harsh when it comes to what we call racism. They were much like South Africa. They really practiced, practiced separation. That's a fact. But the real historical fact is people look at the Arab slave trade as the slave trade that kicked off what we know as chattel slavery, even though they had its different elements to slavery. But 
much of the um, historical facts points back to the Arab slave trade. And if, if you look at Africa right now today, especially, particularly Northern Africa, if you look at it, it's all, those mostly Arabs. Those are most, mostly Arabs. Even when you go to Egypt, you go to Egypt, there's no original Egyptian people there. Those people are Arabs. They're Arabs. You know, and they, they spent a long time trying to make it seem like Egypt wasn't a part of Africa. Egypt is a part of Africa. I don't know why. It's, well, I can't say that because there's so much confusing stuff out there and people try to keep the truth from you. But, you know, if you look at Northern Africa, those most of those countries are Arab countries. So the Arabs really, really kicked off the slave trade. And it transitioned in what we know now as the Atlanta slave trade. And Arabs, um, they got most of their slaves came from the interior of Africa, Southern and Eastern Europe, the Caucasus and Central Asia. And some of the people they were known to enslave, of course, were Africans, Asians and East is it particularly East and Northern Africa. Like I said, they took over the Northern part of Africa. Um, India and Europe, Europeans were some of the other slaves they were using. So they were using multiple um, type people in their slave trade. So that's what people consider really kicked off the slave trade, which transitioned into the Portuguese and other nations. Uh, but that, but then it still brings us back to the Africans because Africans help with the slave trade because slave trades have been prevalent in Africa for so long. It just wasn't most of it wasn't chattel slavery. It's different type of reason. You got your criminal slavery. You know, you go do a crime now. You a slave, or you can be a military slave, or you owe somebody. Um, and you had your servitude trade on um, slavery. So you had multiple different type of slavery. The chattel slavery was probably minimal, but the Arabs and the Portuguese and people like that really popularized that. You know, that's some of the facts, though. But when I come back, though, I'm gonna get into this Emancipation Proclamation. And we're going to talk more about Abraham Lincoln, because that's another farce that they tried to push on us in, in school. Like Abraham Lincoln came to the rescue of black people. And that stuff was just false, 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 false. Said G podcast show. talk to you guys for a hot second i want to tell everyone to stay safe out there and do what's right when you go out make sure you have your mask on um, you have any gloves or anything like that but for sure make sure you have your mask on with this covid 19 virus going on going on right now we need to try to beat this thing it's going to be a while because I believe that they don't know what this is, so they got to do some study and research on this. So it's going to be a while before they actually come up with a vaccine for this COVID-19. So do the right thing, wear your mask out there.
Quatrice and I'm live on the Said G Podcast, one of the best podcasts out there. Please tune in for more episodes. Thank you. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. You all can follow me on Twitter. I just started a new Twitter page. It's uh, Mr. 911. Uh, follow me over there. You can follow me on Instagram at Said G Podcast. And you can follow me on Facebook at Said G Pod. Africa. Did they sell us out? I think they did. I, they helped sell us into slavery. Fact. And people look at the Emancipation Proclamation and what actually frees slavery. But as many people think that that document didn't actually free slaves. I don't think Abraham Lincoln had the interests of black people in mind. You can go back. They actually went over to Africa and bought some land which we know is Liberia. And that land was set up for the people that was coming out of slavery to go back to Africa. The only thing is many of the people that was here, they chose to stay here instead of go to Liberia. And this is an African country, but when you go over there, much of their historical facts points back to America. They look at their ancestors as Americans. They don't really identify with Africans like that. And another fact is most, a lot of Africans don't consider themselves Africans. They don't call themselves Africans. They, so if you got somebody that's from Leon, Leon Sierra, that person is going to consider himself Leon Sierra or somebody from Guinea or something. They're going to consider themselves a, a Guinea person. They, they, most people from over there don't call themselves Africans. But I found something else interesting as we uh, talk about the Emancipation Proclamation, which was written by Abraham Lincoln. President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation on January the 1st, 1863, as the nation approached its third year of bloody civil war. The proclamation declared that all persons held as slaves within the rebellious states are and henceforward shall be free. See, that's the trick bag. I'm going to continue on. Despite this expansive wording, the Emancipation Proclamation was limited in many ways. Pay close attention. It applied only to states that had seceded from the United States, leaving the slavery untouched in the loyal border states. It also expressly exempted parts of the Confederacy the southern secessionist states that had already come under northern control. Most important, the freedom it promised depended upon Union, United States military victory. Although the Emancipation Proclamation did not end slavery in the nation, it captured the hearts and imagination of millions of Americans and fundamentally transformed the character of the war. After January 1, 1863, every advance of federal troops expanded the domain freedom. 
Moreover, the proclamation announced acceptance of black men into the Union Army and Navy, Navy, enabling the liberated to become liberators. So, so when he put out the emancip Emancipation Proclamation, he only put it out for the southern states that were, were that were considered rebellious states. You can excuse me. Uh, these the southern states were considered the rebellious states. They were trying to break away from what was the United States. So their thing was to try to keep that together. And then you must not forget that slavery is all about economics. It's all about economics. That's what it was about. So you had the industrial northern factory type um, economics up north. Then you had agriculture in the south. So the agriculture was the booming uh, source of income at that time. It was outdoing the, the the manufacturers up north, and they doing it with free labor. That's what it was all about. It was the north against the south. And that still holds true to the day because you had your liberals and you had your conservative people. Those people don't get along like that. You know, that's a fact. If they wouldn't have so much stuff, other stuff to focus on, the Civil War still would be going on right now. But that's what it was all about. It was all about agriculture against industrial. That's a fact. So it was... It, it, when he put it out, it was just for the rebellious state. So he didn't abolish slavery. And we're here we are here today. But the question is, did Africa sell us out? I think they did sell us out. They helped sell us in slavery. Uh, when they brought the slaves over here, they cut off the historical fact. They cut off the religion. They cut off the language. Everything about Africa, that was totally cut off. I even took the liberty of researching my family where I, you know most of us have slave names. Our last names come from the slave masters. So I was able to track down our family's last name to the plantation owner. I was at least able to go back and find out that information. But beyond that, it's, it's totally cut off. It's totally cut off. You don't know what tribe you come from or none of that stuff. And once you hit the land in Virginia, it was a wrap. All that was taken away from you. So they helped sellers in slavery. And even if we did want to build a, a relationship with Africans, the problem is, one of the problems is they showed us all these bad images of Africans during our adolescent years or in school. All they kept showing us was these Bush people. We didn't know anything about Mali. We didn't know about Massimusa. We didn't know about Egypt. We heard the stories of um, um, King Tut. We heard those stories, but we don't know about um, King Ak Akhenaten, you know. We don't know nothing about, we didn't, they, they showed us bad images of Africans which made us sort of hate Africans or anybody that looks like them. And then we've been oppressed so long, we looking for other people to oppress, so we sort of oppressed them, you know. And you gotta really look at it. We looking at them like they're poor and all that stuff. Nah, them people have money, because it costs money to even travel over here. A lot of those Africans, they be knowing seven and eight different languages. They know how to hustle and all that type stuff, but we just, we don't connect. Because they cut everything off. They made us not like them. 
And then they never stood up and, and spoke up for us. I'm sure there's more of them speaking up now, you know, because they, they've gone through oppression over there. They've been colonized over there. Look what happened in South Africa. So yeah, it's a big disconnect between Africans and African-Americans. And they purposely did all that. So, yeah, they did sell us out. Can we repair that? I don't know. I just think that African-Americans, we, we're on our own. We're on, we're on our own. So if they were to oppress other ethnic groups that, that's in this country, like they do the blacks here, those countries will speak out. Those countries, the problem, we don't have people that can speak out for us. We didn't have countries to back us up, to give us the weapons to fight to get out of slavery. And then we was, we was far away from our land in a strange land. We have no country backing us, nobody funding us or giving us weapons, or we so we couldn't fight to get out of it like the people down in the in the Caribbean and stuff like that. When uh, Jamaicans, when they were all slaves and all, they all fought to get out of that. No, we just didn't fight to get out of that. So I think they did sell us out. This is an interesting topic right here. Um, I hope I y'all enjoyed the information. The Sage Podcast Show. Tell a friend.